0: This week
1: in the Monday Night War, the day after Bash at the Beach, 1996, where the New World Order was born. And the third man was revealed to be Hulk Hogan, a.k.a. Terrence from Tampa. How will Nitro follow up on this monumental angle on Raw? How will they counter the fallout to this as they have lost in the ratings three weeks in a row? They are building to In Your House International Incidents. But unfortunately, someone has been suspended.
2: What an incident
1: Throw <laughs> me out Drunk Guy J.J. SP3 This is
3: True Rewind This is True Rewind This is True Rewind This is True
2: Rewind This is True Rewind, this is True Rewind. This is True Rewind. This is true. We
3: rewind. rewind This is true. Rewind. Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your true hill phenom SP3. Pump up the Flux Capacitor, jump into DeLorean as we go back in time to the Monday Night Wars with another edition of True Rewind, True Rewind episode 66, Psycho, but we have a new home, it is no longer on True Hill Heat, this is the first edition of True Rewind on the Fightful Overbooked YouTube channel, so Welcome. To everyone, if this is your first time watching True Rewind and jumping into DeLorean with us, and let's have some fun as we go back in time to July 8th, 1996, and we're going to review WWF Raw and WCW Nitro from over 25 years ago. I am here with the ace in the face of the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, the pilot of the DeLorean, the driver of the DeLorean, Mr. Romeo Anthony Cologne
1: what is up everybody thankful to the fine folks here at fightful overbooked for letting us
2: Ooh, bars! wait what thank you for fightful. <laughs> Said bars bars oh i didn't even Jesus, notice what buddy. i was doing
1: well we're off to a flying start here
3: and we have with us the supreme Ivan Ooze, the the cool, calm, and collective <laughs> drunk guy JJ.
2: <laughs> oh man, we are we are. Alright, the cool, calm, and collective. I was like, damn, <laughs> appreciate it. Oh, oh come on, yeah, you ruined my intro. Oh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> and he has a special. We have a special guest on our first edition. Yeah, so of True rewind. So
2: cool. You want camera time so bad? Here, say hi, to everybody. Say hi, True Heat. True Hill Heat. <laughs> Say hi, True Hill Heat. Hi. Oh, <laughs> She's overbooked. Yeah, very, very much <laughs> overbooked. Uh, but it's uh, it good to be back. We are back. It's been a while. At the great song was once made. Uh, back with my good brother in DeLorean. You know, back, back to watching this good old Monday Night War on a new channel. You know, I got my contract in the mail, so. We are we are doing we are doing great.
3: And you see, even here at uh, True Hill Heat and now part of Fightful Overbooked, we have a developmental and uh, that's it. That's exactly. That's it. exactly. Developmental <laughs> <laughs> the, future. The, the, the future of the of wrestling media is right there with Naya JJ. Um <laughs> you got but. To yourself. But, of course, if you're watching this, your first time watching, drop a thumbs up on this video. Share this video with all your wrestling fans, friends, and family on all your favorite social media platforms. If you are new to the Fightful Overbooked YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content here. And, of course, if you're if you're new to True Hill Heat, we have a YouTube channel as well. And you can jump over there and see even more content from myself, Romeo, and Drunk Guy JJ. But, like I said before... Four. Romeo is the pilot, the driver of the DeLorean. So he is the one that dictates where we go on this ride. So he's going to be driving us to July 8th. 1996 and if you want to know how we got here on this journey the first 65 episodes of true rewind we have the playlist in the description and you can watch all the four previous episodes from season one and two of true rewind but romeo let's kick start season three on Fightful for
1: let's start with nitro everyone wants to know what happened after bash at the beach so let's start with that which was Live from the Disney MGM Studios in Orlando, Florida. And let me tell you, I love an
2: outdoor setting. Don't you guys? Absolutely. I think that always makes it look better.
3: I I put in my notes, this is legit my favorite place they ever did, WCW Nitro. Just the outside aesthetic is just, it just gives it a whole different feel. It makes it feel like a special edition of Nitro. And coming off of the pay-per-view from the previous night, it is a special edition.
1: We start with the WCW Cruiserweight title on the line, Rey Mysterio versus Dean Malenko. Dean with a brutal brain buster on the outside. Ray with an asai moonsault that Dean doesn't quite catch all the way. Uh, later on, towards the end of the match, Dean with a huge gut buster off the middle rope. Man, he flung Rey Mysterio in yes. 50 feet in the air. But Ray wins with a hurricane rana out of nowhere. And new cruiserweight champion. Ray Mysterio, this was fun. Said,
3: oh, I I loved every bit of this matchup. I I knew these guys would deliver. We watched Great American Bash 1996 with Ray Mysterio's debut against dean Malenko, and that was an absolute banger. And I felt like this match was a little bit better. I think it was you know the yeah, aesthetic definitely. of it all out there in Orlando. The crowd was into the action. Ray Mysterio had a little bit more pep in his step. D Malenko was pulling out more of his high impact moves like the avalanche gut buster. He hit the belly to belly, and I like the finish because it really came out of nowhere. Mysterio with that twisting Huracan Roda steals the win, and this was a great, like, new noteworthy way to start off this edition of Nitro.
2: John Guy, yes, um very much a very dope opener. I've seen this match numerous times, uh, definitely a great match. Uh, go ahead keeps. Uh, Rey Mysterio on the uprise, it doesn't make and didn't make Malenko look like a scrub by any stretch of their imagination. Um, I guess if they're like on a new wave heading into like this whole NWL stuff, this is like kind of a good way to start it off. You know,
1: we hear some hype for the next pay per view, hog wild for WCW, and then we got the Steiners and the Nasty Boys backstage, they'll be having a number one contenders match to see who faces Harlem Heat. There, the Steiners talk trash. To the Nasty Boys uh, Rick says come to the dog pound Where it gets real nasty and <laughs> Rick smells the heat
2: You know what's funny though um, Scott Steiner never misses the opportunity to call somebody fat So it's always funny <laughs> so
3: Yeah he tells, <laughs> he tells He tells Yeah shut up fat. So I was like I was a little bit of big papa pump In uh, Scotty Steiner
2: <laughs> Be a star it was like that weave though, like it was like his hair, like it looked like weave. I'm like disgusting. That weave? that mullet, that mullet, man,
3: that mullet, weird. that, that oh, mullet like, oh, is weave. glorious. That's a glorious mullet.
2: Give me a face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Blood v- runs cold. Glacier. Hey, who will oh, first? come first? Glacier to Nitro or Veer to Raw? What are we going to see first? <laughs>
2: Well, unfortunately, think, we we kind of know. <laughs> like, like,
3: like, literally, legit, we know that we got like another year of these glacier, <laughs> and yet, and we don't know when Beer uh, is going to show up. Beer is like playing Waldo while while Gl- Glacier was Carmen San Diego.
2: When's the next uh, Saudi show after Chamber in November? <laughs> Brown jewel. <laughs> that's, when, that's when we'll get uh, the we'll proper. It's a bold prediction. Yeah. I think we'll see Glacier on Nitro first. Yeah, probably.
1: We got Bubba and Hugh Morris representing the Dungeon of Doom versus the Blue Bloods, Lord Steven Regal and Squire. Dave Taylor, John Tenta pulls out Bubba to beat him up, and Taylor and Reg- Regal finish off Morris in the ring by dumping him on his head for the win, pretty much.
2: Yeah, basically. And the referee and um um definitely run up for L V P he's legit watching uh John Stepal a off the apron. Like he's legit right there and trying to make it just make it seem like he didn't see it. It's, I think that's a worse ridiculous. rough job later on in the show. yeah uh, oh, oh yes, definitely. <laughs> that's why I said he's a runner up right now. <laughs> run <runner> up, gotcha. <laughs>
3: I mean, I mean to be fair, uh, Big Bubba was not legal, so it, it, you can legally uh, oh, hurt him and attack him, apparently. So <laughs>
1: the po- maybe that's the rule back then.
2: Maybe if Dave Taylor or Steven Riegel did it, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> no problem.
1: Eddie Guerrero versus Psychosis. During this match early on, we see a Rey Mysterio promo backstage.
2: to <laughs> <laughs> talk about this drug guy. <laughs> uh, he uh, proceeds to talk about how the kids are hurt, about Hulk Hogan turning. They're crying. Um, they're, they're, crying they're so sad, and he proceeds to uh, let his Mexican friends know mm-hmm. it's going to be okay, and all this other crap in Spanish.
1: Very somber. He's disappointed
2: in who the third man was. Definitely sounded like Michael Jackson in his promo too. Like he, he, he was sounded like, he, legit, he like he Michael did. Jackson. He, he was said, so hurt. Jackson.
3: He was so hurt. He was like, how can you do that to other kids? to the, the Hulkamaniacs in the world.
0: You just, don't hurt
2: the kids. Don't hurt <laughs> the kids. Well, this is actually, I actually like this because as we go on down the line, this is like good storytelling as you see what happens to Raymond Spirio by the hands of the NWO. So. I don't, don't
1: like this and I'll tell you why. I don't, I don't like it at all. Don't worry. I'll, I'll tell you why specifically though. You just won the cruiserweight championship. Uh-huh. What are you sad about? I'd be out partying.
2: And what the hell do you care about the NWO for? Like, <laughs> like you got nothing to do with your cruiserweight. You're not even like you're not even at that level yet. You just you're still getting your feet wet in WCW. Worry about yourself.
3: This match. Though. Yeah, they don't they don't care about you, bro.
2: <laughs> Seriously. <You'll see. laughs>
1: They were flying all over the place here in the first hour. Psychosis with a corkscrew moonsault to the outside on Eddie. Uh, very disappointed to hear that we will hear from Hulk Hogan next week.
3: What, what, is, he, <laughs> is, he up, what is he up to? We'll you yeah, gotta let out. it marinate. That was smart. I think <laughs> that was smart.
1: It that was. That? What? The things not like get too crazy. The yeah. reason they gave later was fitting. Um, Psychosis kicks out of the same move that Ray won with earlier. Eddie with the frog splash probably on his way backstage to cry about Hulk Hogan, right?
3: No. With, we Ray. With Ray. With Ray. <laughs> <We> can console <laughs> each other? <laughs> uh,
1: another fun cruise away uh, match here, right? So- it's it?
3: Yeah. yeah, they they delivered this uh, first hour of Nitro. You had this, you had the opener, and then this match right here. Eddie Guerrero working well, hitting his moves. His selling was really good of the shoulder throughout this matchup, and then you know the superplex and then the frost splash for the win. I like this. That was a big win for uh, Eddie Psychosis in his debut, looking good on Nitro.
1: And drunk guy for as much hype as they. Give the second hour. Oh, this is the must-see hour of the week. Oh, my, my God. The first hour blew it
2: away. <laughs> <laughs> the Mexicans was on fire the first hour. i keep, I, I say that much. The Mexicans was on fire. Yeah, i say that in Spanish. Um, or is it sing and play? No, no, is the hell, <laughs> I said, <That's> not hot. <laughs> like you said, you said Fuego, the old wrestler, uh, I
3: know exactly. Seekle, Seekle, play,
2: Ciclo <laughs> play. You remember Fuego, Fuego. yeah. I'm thinking, I don't know what the hell Play popped in my head for. Um, Fuego, yes, Fuego.
1: mean mean Gene talking to Jimmy Hart, Kevin Sullivan, Taskmaster, and the Giants. Jimmy Hart is obviously asked about Hulk Hogan, and he has a he's a loss for words, That's no positivity. comment. Gene, very, very annoyed, likens him to a politician. And then Taskmaster speaks. <clears throat> yeah, here we go. Every time I look in the mirror, I see Chris Benoit. And what I see in the mirror is a madman. This, this is very creepy. This is very <laughs> creepy knowing what happens to Chris Benoit. It's like every time I look in the mirror, I see him uh, uh,
2: man.
1: knowing what he's going to oh. do. I'm sorry. Anyways, Yikes. Jimmy says, you know, Gene, there's a new world order coming and you could be out of job. <laughs>
3: what, 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 what do you mean I'll be out of a job? What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> Gene, G was not with that. He was not feeling that at all. He was literally talking about this by the end of the show. It was still in his mind.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Giant tries to calm everyone down. As long as he's champion, nothing can go wrong. Remember, he beat H- Hogan at Halloween Havoc. Then brags about not mm-hmm. having to wrestle tonight. Mean Gene still wants to know
3: who said he's out of work. Didn't it Didn't it take some dork uh, wrapped up in toilet paper for him to beat Hogan at Halloween Havoc 1995? Never forget. Never forget. Never forget. He, forget. H- H- Hogan was humped to death. He was humped oh. to death. In front, of, in the in the center of the ring. Man, That's how gang. we
0: lost.
1: Man, it was gangbang in the middle of the ring. Yeah, you can watch that review over on the playlist.
2: Absolutely, because we definitely got some got some motherfucking gems. They oh, got some gems. I tell you that much.
1: Steiner's versus the Nasty Boys. Colonel Parker and Sherry make their way to the ring, where Parker hits Knobs in the head. Looked like an accident, but it looked horrible. And then Nick Patrick counts. <laughs> Scott Steiner's pin, only at two, and rings for the bell. Bischoff, <laughs> now on commentary, was just as confused as all of us. What's going on?
3: I'm I'm really ready for them to stop making such a big deal about this second hour that we need. <laughs> we need a, an abundance of pyro in the middle of this Yo. damn matchup, and then we need a, a whole a whole commentary change in the middle of this matchup because this match went through from hour one to hour two. like th- It's just ridiculous. But the match itself, yeah, it was kind of nondescript until Cornell Parker and S- Sister Sherry came out, and then they cost the wrong team the matchup because Harlem Heat don't want to verse the Steiners.
1: You want to do the pyro? How about during those uh, first two matches? Uh, yeah. The pyro there. Start, they how, about, how about
2: start the show off like that? Give them <laughs> the crowd hype, you know? Only to swear about a second hour of the show to show a replay of something we people have already seen it's, it's like what the hell?
1: uh you shouldn't be scared of raw anymore you're you're kicking their ass right now.
0: <laughs> you gotta make it a big deal. Oh, we're up against raw. Put the fireworks on.
1: <laughs> Gene interviews the nasty boys. He didn't sleep well okay. last night, says Gene. You can imagine how he's gonna sleep tonight knowing his job is in danger too. Sacks says life ah, as is wrestling <laughs> is all about attitude. He literally stopped what he was saying to sell the pain from the match.
3: Ah too this way. <laughs>
2: he like nasty. And I'm glad
3: attitude I'm glad you America. got all it you got all of that. <laughs> I literally just put in my notes. Sags <laughs> talks about change and rambles a bit. That's what I
2: got
1: <laughs> from all of it. What was funny is that he said wrestling is all about attitude.
2: Eventually yeah. Yeah, man watches him where a light bulb goes <laughs> in his head. <laughs> attitude. I'll keep that in mind.
1: <laughs> Nobs then gets annoyed at Gene when he takes the mic away from Sags while he's still talking. Uh, Gene looks towards him and says, fine, he's finished talking. Nob says, we're not all in this together against the New World Order. You guys are. Gene says, oh well. That's their cross to bear. <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody's going to be fighting huh? against the New World Order.
3: Well, the nasty boys honestly sounded like they wanted to join the New World Order. Right? Like well, yes, well, like yesterday. Yesterday. Will you Like take our yesterday. nasty resumes. They was like they was like our buddy, our <laughs> buddy <laughs> Terry, <laughs> Terry from <laughs> Terrence from Florida is on this group. We're going to join too. Shocker! We're going to have a job forever. <laughs> Jim Powers. To no, US. you forgot more Pyro as we return from break. Yes. <laughs> like, yo, they literally, yo, I swear to God, on this episode, they spent the the worth <laughs> of somebody's contract that is currently on the roster on July 8th, 1996,
2: on <laughs> Pyro alone. You got fucking sparklers all the whole two hours, the whole second hour. Man, they AEW need to call
3: whoever is in charge of the pyro for night. <laughs> we would never have anything like the exploding barbed wire death match. Oh,
2: we would never make fun of that to this day. Yes,
1: Jim Powers versus the new U.S. champ Ric Flair uh, with his ladies, women. Oh,
2: they all dead. Oh great!
1: Oh, that well, was not dead. Well,
0: well damn! Like, like where damn. What? Like Jesus,
2: drunk out. Cool, common like collective, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my God, we're not we're not level headed anymore. I I apologize, you know. I have to turn it down just a just a tad, just, no. just a smidgen. No, 12 12 be 11. you, be you, be yourself. Can't be no one else. I right, got you. So you <laughs> and we got a lot.
3: We got a lot more pyro for Flair as well. Well, he deserves it, of course, absolutely. I thought
1: Charlotte Flair was coming out of WrestleMania. Hmm. Rick, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Rick wins with a figure four unnecessarily using women's hands for more leverage.
2: That sounds sounds dirty.
1: Using women's hands for more leverage. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you're right. Bischoff sounded absolutely depressed on commentary, trying to focus on the action. He just couldn't. He couldn't.
3: Um... Yeah, I mean, Jim Powers was in there, and we've seen Jim Powers before, and I wish that was the last time we saw Jim
2: Powers because... He looks like a personal trainer. That's all he looks like. Yeah, I mean,
3: it feels like a guy they saw that had a nice physique at the gym, and they threw him into the power plant. They tried some things. They gave him a shot at the U.S. title here against freaking rick flair on wcw nitro near the top of the hour too um so i mean flair did his best he bumped around for the rookie tried to make him look good and then in the end put him away so yeah he didn't need the leverage or anything he didn't need any (laughs) should have been a squash
2: match
1: um gene with the four horsemen sans chris benoit arn anderson says what happened at the end of last night made him puke Doesn't even call Hogan by his name, says, You know who you are. (laughs) He says, Everybody's heart that he stepped and stomped on are going to rise up and bite him back hard. And then Mongo said something. I didn't write this down.
3: Oh, yes, yes. The great, the great Steve Mongo McMichael, promo extraordinaire. I I I put a fantastic promo by uh Arn Anderson. I wanted to say that. And then I put a hor- horrible few lines by Mongo. But then I was like, you know what? Let me rewind it back and get this get this uh terminology down. Insider, outsider, just like the term the four horsemen alludes to, my friend. The apocalypse is on to WCW, and it doesn't have anything to do with anybody else but the four horsemen.
1: off the Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Moving on. Because Ric Flair didn't add anything to that except opening <laughs> the ball. Did, he did. He, he like did drops, off. He said, he, oh,
2: oh.
3: He dropped some bars on the Outsiders and then uh, sang La Racha as we went to break.
1: <laughs> Sergeant Craig Pittman versus Chris Benoit. Benoit has a Cripp lacrosse face locked in and oh, Teddy man. Long gets in the ring telling the ref to call for the bell.
2: <laughs> Yo, this, this got me so tight. I'm like, bro, hey, are you man, what the fuck is going on right now? But the fact that he was in the ring for so long I'm trying to do it, I'm like, get the yo, get <laughs> the fuck out the ring! Why did
3: he just tell, throw in like a towel?
2: A or towel something. or something? You're literally pleading with the referee, get it, please, please.
3: Teddy Tate is like, Teddy's like, let me do it, let me do
2: it, let me do it.
1: Pittman never taps. In fact, he's holding a thumbs up.
2: Yeah. Rough call. And this, is this the first time we saw the crossface on Nitro? I think I so. so. Yeah, I had because I've been. I don't think Benoit was using that yet. But did they? I, did they call it the crossface on commentary? No. I don't think they did. No,
3: they don't really call moves. To be fair. yeah, right? they don't. They just. <laughs> kinda, to be they, out they, there. They, they talk
2: about anything else. In 1996,
3: <laughs> they called finishers, and what a maneuver!
2: Oh, look, look, he's look, look at that move he's got on
3: Spitman. <laughs> and Bischoff wasn't
1: in the mood anyway. Still thinking about last yeah, night. Nah.
3: Yes, he's distraught. <laughs> he's distraught, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Also distraught was Sting, who didn't look like his normal self making his entrance, although he still showed a little love to the kids. Fuck the kids. Uh, Bischoff hears words that we may have guessed, and then a limousine pulls up to the area. Hall and Nash make their way out of it and onto the ring. Security try to hold them off. Macho Man appears out of nowhere, standing on the apron, staring off with Arn and Sting. Sting and Arn like, oh, we still got a match. (laughs) They continue. Sting wins with the Scorpion Deathlock. And Eric Bischoff says, Sting wants it bad. Gene, working hard tonight, interviews Sting. Another one. Sting (laughs) says, he should have known when Hogan was traveling to every town in a limo. He should have known when Hogan called Savage, Luger, and him three little dogs.
3: I remember that. Yes. We we, we 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 call that out immediately that Hogan time to like a heal.
1: Hogan turned his back on all the little kids. Good thing he told them to believe in themselves cuz they don't believe in Hogan anymore. You can stick it Hulk. Stings best promo yet.
2: Yes, yeah, that was from New pirate yeah. that's, that's from the heart, yeah. You true, could, brother. yeah, yeah. There was a little bit, a little bit
3: of truth in that with the talk about him going to the, to the limos. And mm-hmm. you and someone like Sting probably did have a problem with that dog promo because we immediately called it out when we heard mm-hmm. it. We was just like, How are you the baby face? And you're calling all the other baby
2: faces that are your friends <laughs> that literally helped you the week before, <laughs> you're calling them dogs. But it's great. You know what's funny? It's funny we we bring this up. I'm like, damn. I wonder how long they had this whole NWO angle into play. Because Hogan, since honestly, since we've been reviewing, since we started this, Hogan's been kind of acting like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> He's been kind of acting healer since we started reviewing this. So I don't know how long. Remember him with the black gear and the sword? Exactly. Yes. Like, this has he, been. He like, was like, it was like he wore the prototype to Hollywood Hogan at a Halloween, Halloween having ninety five. That's mm-hmm. I'm like. I don't know how long they had the NWO angle in the play because Torres like. Then the fans were then the fans booing a shot at him. He's he's basically kind of doing heelish things. So I don't. I wonder how long they had the NWO or even him turning heel. Well, angle go going on.
3: As, as the story has been told, it's been told many a times from like Shaw's point of view and Nash and Hall and even Hogan and even Sting, I think, done interviews on it. From their point of view, I think the there was like plans or proposals for Lex Luger to be the third man, yeah. for Sting right. to be the third man. And I believe like there was the off rumor that uh Meltzer came up with I think a week out. I think Romeo talked about it on uh two the ep- two episodes ago about um, Mabel possibly being the, uh, the the third band. So
2: Imagine that. Dead imagine, in the water Imagine Imagine being made of in a batch the beach and it's not it's not Hogan, it's not Sting, it's not Savage <laughs> the top guys in MCW. Mabel fucking comes out. Ah, if I was a fan this time, I would have cut the TV off. (laughs)
1: That (laughs) leg driver would have broken. Macho Man's nose.
2: Oh yeah, been over. That would have been. That would have been a highlight. That would have been it. NWO, NWO angle was dead.
1: (laughs) Speaking of Macho Man, he also was interviewed. He's got a special message for Hollywood Hogan, which is the first time we've heard him call that. Take the worst thing you can think about, multiply it by the number nine million. And then multiply that by infinity and beyond. <laughs> there would be one green sand in the Sahara Desert because it's really, really scary what he's thinking wow. of doing to Hulk Hogan.
2: They both said they, they, um, things they want to do the Hogan they can't say on TV.
1: <laughs> <laughs> had his great uh. promo and then Macho Man had his great macho man style
3: (laughs) yeah yeah that was that was a great macho man type promo it was out there it it makes you laugh you gotta really listen to it to really get where he's going with it but he's still serious that's serious at the same time he's that serious
2: that's what makes it worse because we don't we don't take it that serious (laughs) macho man the outsiders are interviewed
1: I can't translate what Nash says at first because I don't even know what he was talking about.
2: Like, yeah, I don't know what he was talking about either.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Hey, yeah." He said something about uh, the. He, see, he Mark tried to make it, or something like that. Something yeah, nice. to, to oh. Mark Furman. Then he eventually says the WCW and their fans took a beating, and Nash says that Hogan will be there uh, next week. Next week, Hall says this portion is brought to you by the Outsiders and Hulk Hogan. He's still in full Razor Ramon mode, and he uh, Nash says Hogan is back at the set doing a movie. And Hall says that Lex Luger didn't get hurt; Lex fainted when he saw us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what a heel! That was they, funny.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they end the show showing photos at the end of Bash of the Beach, and Brain loses it, yelling at Hogan that the business and sport has grown because of people like him and not Hogan. Let's wrap up this Nitro match of the night, Mysterio Malenko.
3: Yeah, absolutely unanimous. That was a banger. Absolutely
1: okay. MVP. I got to go with Sting for that promo.
3: Yeah, I went with Sting or the Outsiders. The Outsiders had the biggest impact, only being on the show for like two minutes because they were talked about the whole night the about whole what they lane. did. What they did the the night prior. So I go co MVP of. Well yeah, those three. Whole you said, you said what Sting
2: and Outsiders? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go with that. Sting basically not even paying attention. Still having an RN and some tap out and kind of a great <laughs> promo. So uh definitely uh definitely Sting.
1: My L V P slash jabroni of the night is Teddy Long.
2: Oh yes. You know what we should do? You know how like basketball baseball sport sports in general does? We should start naming these awards like after the <laughs> whoever we gave the most MVPs to over the course of True Rewind, it should be like yeah. the Sting Award or whatever. We should start doing that.
3: Yeah, I was I was gonna ask Romeo to give us a a, a recap of who who is in the lead of these awards at I the end of this episode. Oh, okay, so you'll get that at the end of this episode. Who is in the lead of all these awards? Match of the night, MVP, LVP, and of course. Who is in the lead between Raw and Nitro for the better show? Uh, LVP. I'm in the same range as Romeo, but I told I picked a different person. I went with Sergeant Greg, the pitman. Well, he just looked like he didn't know what he was doing in there. He was tossing around Chris Benoit. He never looks like he he's like coordinated. He looks like he has two left feet and he's always tripping over himself. Man, and he mm-hmm. looks like he looks like. Uh, Charles uh Charles uh Dudson from uh Rock. Yeah you said that <laughs> Yes.
2: So, uh, Charles my man Charles is done, man. Charles is <laughs> Who was your L V P uh drunk guy? Was it Teddy Long? Oh yes. What 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 a what an idiot. <laughs> like why are you why the your guy letting you know he's good and you're still trying to have him lose the match. Like what are you what are you what are you, what are you managing?
1: <laughs> we'll put our thumbs out. Explains and why we, he
2: became a referee. And in <laughs> three, two, one,
1: we'll give this episode a thumbs up or thumbs down. Three, two, one. Thumbs up from all of us. Yes, yeah, good show.
2: It really was a good show.
3: Very good show. This was one of the better Nitros, especially of the
2: two-hour era. For sure. Yeah, exactly. And it's so funny, literally. Once they start this new angle that basically changes wrestling, the first show they do is actually good. So there you go.
1: And you didn't actually need to hear from Hulk Hogan. You heard from you him last night.
2: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And let this marinate. That's good. Because at the time, this is you had to wait for TV to under, to figure out what was going on. So let this marinate. He turned. He explained why he turned. Um, the house come out. Let you know what's up. You'll see him next week.
3: That's this cool. is when the Outsiders were more impactful because they because WCW knew less is more. They saved exactly. them for like the end of the show. They get a quick little promo. You don't even get the Hogan promo. You got to wait till next week to get there. Ooh. Probably next week, they'll have one or two segments. It's when they become the, the focal point and they're on the show like 45 <laughs> minutes out of the two hours. <laughs> okay, That's cool when it becomes videos, a, problem, a problem.
1: Exactly. Did you like the way they played it, um, the storyline in two different ways? First with the, the very uh somber tone of everybody, and also the fact that the heels were
2: out to get them too as well.
1: Exactly. Like that,
2: that's that was my only gripe with the heels, cause basically the heels they interviewed for Hogan was the heels that were trying to basically take, you know, take Hogan out. So it's kinda like, meh. The baby like should have it... interviewed more baby faces. I feel like that was I feel like they should have been like more baby faces that believe in Hogan. Like I felt like at that time more of them would have would have felt like, Damn Hogan, you were my guy or Damn Hogan, you know, I appreciate you doing this for me, Blase, blah. Like interviewing all the heels, it doesn't really add to NWO because they interviewed it in any fucking way. I actually
3: think it did because you saw that the heels were reacting in a similar way that you would expect the baby faces to react. Like the baby faces, you knew how they would act. And they did interview some baby faces. And let's be honest. The I mean, Horseman getting interviewed. interviewed the Horseman. The Horseman. <laughs> no, they interviewed Sting and Macho Man oh, at, yeah, the, at, at night. The, night. the the, the, the Horseman's thoughts. The Horseman's thoughts. And, and in that, in that case, like the Horseman kind of going like semi babyface against the NWO in juxtaposition to the Nasty Boys, who basically sounded like they wanted to join <laughs> the <laughs> NWO. That's great. That was You're great stuff. Own. That that showed that the heels that showed different reaction from the heels, whereas the baby faces it was all the same it was first disappointment and then anger it was the disappointment of Rey Mysterio and right. then the anger of uh, Sting and uh, Macho Man I much rather them like focus on interviewing the heels we needed to hear from, from Jimmy Hart and Taskmaster and the Giant because they've been so involved with this Hogan, 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 Hogan type thing. of angle so is Hogan on the bad side change your opinion I love what Taskmaster said that Hogan ruined Hokamania all by himself I it what I've been I've been trying to do it for two years, and he did it himself. Like I love that. I I think it was a good decision to focus and interview the heels on this night.
2: I guess I'm I'm thinking from a, I'm a from a '96 perspective compared mm-hmm. to now, but like it does make sense because you under like you like you said because at the end of the day, NWO really in, in hindsight it becomes its own entity. They do whatever the hell they want. Everybody joins, whatever the case may be. So I guess that kind of makes sense, but I'm talking about from a 96% perspective when it's not much internet, whatever the case may be. You're kind of going to want to hear from the, the good guys, like, why would Hogan do this, Blase, blah, say, blah. But, but be honest, what other good guy
3: did we need to hear from tonight? I mean, definitely we didn't need to hear from <laughs> we, him. <shirt>, we, <laughs> we heard, we heard Sting That's Macho Man. That's the only, honestly, that was the yeah, only baby because yeah, Luger's not on. here. Luger is hurt, Engine. so he's not on. Yeah, he's, oh, he's not he here on the night. Yeah, you yeah, you think quote unquote? But you the only ones you needed to hear from Babyface while was Sting and Macho Man. Are we st- are we really upset that Hacksaw Jim Duggan wasn't interviewed on this show? Come I on, no, Babyface. I
2: would be upset. I'm Hacksaw J. Duggan. God, come on, man. That guy's using tape fists. There's
3: nothing Babyface about him.
2: He's American, man. Are you seeing Americans all heels? Come on, come on, Romeo. Oh. oh. <laughs> I would have loved to have
1: heard from this guy. (laughs) You know he's not a (laughs) babyface. At all. You know what? Maybe that's why Glacier takes so long to debut. Like, well, the NWO's here. I'm coming soon. I'll be there later. Maybe that's why. The rating. Last week, they did a 3.3. What do you think they did this week with all
2: the hype from Bash at the Beach? What was last week? 3.3. Ooh, it definitely went up. There's no way they don't go. I'm going to go with 3.6. And you, it. Three point seven. Mm. Drunk guys closer. Three
0: point
2: five. Oh, I, I, I thought I thought Sid had this in the bag when he went up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he yeah, had that in the bag. Let's oh.
1: switch the channel. Let's see what's going on over on USA. Fucking USA. Raw. <laughs> Taped.
3: Again, from Green Bay,
2: Wisconsin. Yeah, and and that's well, we have discuss this throughout the show. So I'm not even going to bring it up now because that would come defeat the purpose.
3: Okay,
2: we start
1: off hot because uh, we have Uncle Gino, Gorilla Monsoon, announcing the Ultimate Warrior suspended indefinitely for failing to show up at three house shows. Suspension will be lifted if he posts an appearance bond. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He this will appear tonight, though. So how the fuck is he suspended, bro? He showed up. That, I, I was in tears. I'm like, how are y'all gonna? This is this is the way y'all scapegoat out of saying, "Hey, RAW is not live," but he <laughs> did this segment before we suspended his that. So let's just say he had an appearance. Like what? like like, literally they didn't need to do this especially what we saw
3: they could have just said he was injured exactly oh man like it was just like i i appreciate and just to inform people we got a couple of new people watching the show this week of course you know terrence from florida is is hulk hogan hollywood hulk hogan Uncle Gino is Gorilla Monsoon because my wife is related to Gorilla Monsoon. So that is our Uncle Gino. So if you hear us say Uncle Gino, that is the man we are talking about. So I'm always happy when Uncle Gino get, you know, gets a paycheck. I'm all fine and dandy for that. They cut him a check just to sit in the office and say that whole soliloquy. But we literally didn't need that.
1: One of the best authority figures ever.
3: Yes, I agree. I agree. He was he was a part of a lot of important things at this time but it, yeah, I mean this one we didn't need him for. Uh,
1: he also added this line which came straight from Vince McMahon. No one wrestler is above answering to our loyal fans. From the Wrestling Observer Newsletter.
3: Oh boy, here we go.
1: <laughs> the appearance bond I was mentioned is actually true. Vince McMahon told Warrior That he would bring him back if Warrior essentially posted a large bond in the excess of $100,000, which WWF would then keep if he no-showed any future events. Warrior hasn't agreed to that yet, but WWF is hopeful that he will and are expecting him to return. The issue started a couple (laughs) of weeks ago (laughs) when Warrior and McMahon had a phone argument because Warrior saw his likeness being used at a licensing show for something he wasn't paid for. Warrior also apparently called the headquarters and blew up at people in the marketing department over the issue. As for Warrior's father passing away, being the reason he missed the shows, it's true that he passed away on June 30th. But Warrior missed the two shows on the 28th and 29th as well and never informed WWF about his father's death until after he had already no-showed the event on the 30th. (laughs) Warrior also gave an interview to the Prodigy Internet Company, which is a competitor of AOL, who WWF has a contract with. So there's some heat on him for that too.
3: Wow. I've never even heard of Prodigy. or I don't remember it at least, but yeah, um, Warrior, this was probably the most marred run of Warriors times in WWF. Like he comes in, He immediately uh, puts his manhood on the table and uh, basically says he's going to squash Hunter Hurst-Hemsley at WrestleMania. He won't job or take any offense from the uh, injured Goldust at the next pay-per-view he's on. He's supposed to be in a main event matchup on this this next In Your House pay-per-view, and he starts no-showing house shows because his father passed away, and, they, like, we didn't need any of this. We didn't need to know. We didn't need that opening segment with Gorilla saying that he's suspended. Like, it, it, this was a lot of real-life stuff that probably at the time, that information wasn't out or easily accessible as it is today, but... You know this whole beginning segment with Gorilla Monsoon suspending suspending Ultimate Warrior is going to make people want to look into things and look online and find out what's the real reason or what's really going on with him. And they kind of told the real reason,
2: but there was a lot more that Intel than that. Right. But like as I think you just said to uh, Romeo, if I was gonna play into kayfabe, let he got his ass well. They get, later in the show, things happen. I like could have just left it at that, and it would have been fine. Yeah. <sighs> this isn't in 2022 where we basically know what the fuck is going on. Man, this is 96. You could have left it how it was, and that would have been fine. I feel like this was, of course, you know how Vince is. This was a way to spite fucking Ultimate Warrior. Oh, you don't want to show up? All right, cool. I'm going to go on TV and say, your ass is suspended. Listen, you could have Their like relationship has always been fascinating. Yeah, it's, yeah. exactly. Read a a read a biography. Hey, well,
3: Ultimate Warrior didn't learn his lesson from the last time that he listened to McMahon because he showed up <laughs> for the show. <laughs> I know K-Faig, <Kay laughs> well, he showed up for the show yeah. when he was suspended when the last time he showed up for a show, he said he wasn't going to be on. Vince McMahon handed him his, his resignation exactly. when he you went
1: get through get
2: the first. Exactly.
1: Warrior versus Owen Hart. Vince says, hopefully, this is not the last time we see Warrior on the <laughs> wall. Gotta <laughs> love that dubbed commentary right,
2: right over time. Absolutely.
1: Sean Michaels and Ahmed Johnson on the side screen. Sean says he has secured a third man for their team at In Your House since Warrior's suspended. Owen, after a commercial break, actually starts to get a lot more offense on Warrior than we've seen anyone get.
3: Well, Sorry. Sean, Ma- I think I think Shawn Michaels wasn't the only one who had uh, something to say during this uh, matchup as well. Mm-hmm. Our good brother, our good brother, did his, I our good brother, our Man Johnson, Mr. had something Mr. to say. Yes, yes. So, 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 excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, if I sound a little bit different. Well, first of all, uh, anybody that walked down the aisle with Shawn Michaels and our Man Johnson got got to be able to hold his own. This ain't the type of man you invite over for Sunday dinner. Matter of fact, this ain't the type of man you invite over, period. But like Sean said, you will find out in a few minutes.
1: I wonder what Warrior would have thought about, I mean, excuse me, uh, Ahmed would have thought about Shawn Michaels getting jumped in Syracuse if he still want to be his partner or something like that. (laughs) <laughs> you
2: got you got jumped I'm by mad, some pansies Ahmed <laughs> probably would have had to shank on him a pistol or something. Yeah. Listen, they would have been a different outcome.
1: Warrior makes a comeback in this match. Bulldog comes down to get a closer look. After Warrior hits a shoulder block, Bulldog gets in the ring, tries to interfere. The ref calls for the bell. Vader comes out to help jump Warrior. Warrior gets wrecked. Power slammed by Bulldog. Owen hits him with the cast off the top rope. And Vader finally, with the Vader bomb, even Cornette got some hits in with his <laughs> tennis racket. <laughs> <laughs> How funny is that? Sean and Ahmed don't even bother to come out for the save; they've already moved on.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord, left him
3: laying. What a what a freaking remember, loser! Remember,
2: you gotta remember those promos was in the future. <laughs> well, this is taped,
3: and they still didn't, they didn't even help. Stop. They didn't, they, sound, do... they didn't sound affected by this the entire night from the studio. All,
2: exactly. It's <laughs> funny.
3: I I just put in big letters after this whole beatdown. I was like,
2: this could have been the way to write him off. Exactly. That's what they knew what was we going didn't, on? Uh, we didn't even need Uncle Gene on suspend suspension in the beginning of the show. <laughs> Loved you it. did all they you needed you
3: needed from after the commercial break was to vince to be on camera with Jerry at the or or have the the dub over because they did that a lot. Uh, on the show, absolutely. have the dub over of we just got an update on Ultimate Warrior. He has he is is really messed up. He is not medically cleared for international injury. <laughs> yeah, career ending injury. He is not cleared for international incident. We'll have further updates as they go on. That's all they that's needed. We didn't that need the it. suspension. We didn't need to know the real
2: life thing. Honestly, that is it. Vince want to be Vince. That's all. That's all. That's all. The, that's all. The boys dancing. Vince being petty shocker.
1: Exactly. Sean Michaels and Ahmed again? Sean says he's had his differences with the third man, but who hasn't he had differences with? And
3: okay. then
1: Ahmed speaks.
3: Wait, did? Yeah. You don't got this one? Wait, did it, I, have, all, I have I have i Ahmed way, after after what? the next match.
2: I have Why the fuck talking. are they both in the studio with no shirts on? <laughs> That's a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> the hell is going on in that studio? <laughs> I'll try I'll try to do an Ahmed voice. What he's yeah. like, oh, man. God. I can't wait. Let's go. Let's go. Let's don't see it. Don't judge me. New, new, new channel. Wait, are you new talking about when they
3: talking about to. the matches for next week? No. Oh, okay. No, like no I have line. that one. He's like one line here. Oh,
1: okay. Uh, i guarantee this man won't get ran over like the warrior did.
3: I was <laughs> oh, like,
2: ouch. Oh,
3: that's all that's the only comment they had about Warrior the whole goddamn night.
2: <laughs> Buried his ass. Damn. Oh man. Not you know like what? Warrior. I'ma I'm help y'all out. Next next episode I'm a, I'm going to make sure I write down promos <laughs> for certain wrestlers so I won't be leaving y'all hanging. <laughs>
1: leaving you, Vega. Makes his entrance very happy, very uh, dancing all over the place. But he's interrupted by Brian Pillman on crutches.
2: Hey, my guy, let's go. <laughs> I was mar- like, my guy is here. Let's go. Uh,
1: you got to explain to the people who don't know. What's your nickname?
2: Um, yeah, I am Negro Pillman. I am, <laughs> I am a very crazy. Uh, I do a lot of crazy shit, unfortunately um some things i'm not proud of uh but you know this is the life i live so i just everybody has been calling me negro pillman um but i'm a with drunk guy jj i'm pretty lit right now who's everybody so <laughs> who's everybody who is, this? This is everybody guy. you guys you guys fightful my good brothers and true at true hill um heat. um actually my friends not calling me negro pillman cuz uh um, <laughs> 'Cause I was I was originally wild man Mark Mero, but I thought he was a little bit of a fruit loop, so I think like, I can't really be <laughs> You wanted eyeliner? With that. <laughs> you wanted- yeah. I don't want to be associated with that, so um I just I like Negro Pillman. I like you know he's become my spirit animal ever since the uh exactly. See I'm not I'm not I won't be doing it. I can't I can't do that. Man.
1: The thoughts of Drunk Eye JJ do not reflect me. Sid, <laughs> anybody at True Hill Heat and anybody
2: at Fightful Overbook. <laughs> You know exactly, guys. Don't, don't. Yeah. They are this his own. It's all me. His and his it's alone. All it's me. Brought if to I, you I, by if, Drunk Guy if, JJ <laughs> all, okay. if, if, I, if I pop pills and drive my car, that is all me. You know, if I cheat <laughs> on my wife and get smiles pregnant, that is all me. It's all yeah. Negro Pillman's. Well. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, it's too late now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <Jeez>. Jesus, <laughs> thanks. Just I'm someone gonna... tell
3: Brian Pillman Jr. not to watch this episode.
2: No, I fucked with Brian. Yeah, 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 yeah get thought. Listen, Brian Pillman Jr., if you are watching this, I have nothing but love and respect for your family. Your dad is a goat. He is an inspiration to me. Not the good ways, but still nonetheless, an inspiration <laughs> to me. So shout out. Shout out to you and your family. Yeah, your, your um the your your aunt that helped that helped raise you all. Linda. Auntie Linda. Linda, yes, Linda, Linda the goat. I need to get her shirt
1: too. Jerry Lawler explains why Pillman's on crutches. He says Savio ran him over. He saw it. Yeah,
2: okay. Of, of, of <laughs> course.
1: Of course. Yeah, that, that's
3: what he's,
0: happened. Yep. He's like he's like
3: those Puerto Ricans in the Bronx. I swear, I swear.
2: <laughs> Puerto, <laughs> Puerto Ricans in New York don't know how to drive. What are you <laughs> <doing>
3: <laughs> <on>? <laughs> we also we also had an uh, advertisement for the Attitude Adjustment Tour.
2: Was World Tour. I
3: when I saw them. Um, I'm like, some, "Wow."
2: Some, some twenty years before John Cena, becomes,
3: <laughs> some ten years or so
1: before John well, Cena comes, yeah,
2: a, a good fifteen before he changed it to that name. So yeah, it
3: yeah.
2: was. They was already ahead of the curve.
1: Also, Vince called Pillman a walking, ticking time bomb, and Lawler said, "He's not even walking; he's on crutches." <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that was a great comeback.
2: That was a, that was a great comeback.
1: Pillman
3: was. I mean, uh Jerry was on his his stuff in this one, in this wow. match alone. Yeah, and then got we got a work. we. We got a random phone call from Mr. Perfect that randomly dropped during the commercial break.
1: It's Vega versus Justin Hawk Bradshaw with the, the guy looking familiar in the back, uh, Said,
3: That's Uncle Dutch. Uncle <laughs> Dutch Mantel, my co-host over on Smack Talk on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel. Following SmackDown and Rampage, you can see me and Uncle Dutch talk about some wrestling. But, yeah, I was happy. I was happy to see Uncle Dutch here, and I was like, this is a competitive matchup, because even Uncle Dutch took a bump.
1: Savio, with great athleticism, nails a spinning heel kick in the corner, lands on his feet on the outside. I don't know if he meant to do that, but what a maneuver, yells Vince McMahon. <laughs> we, we learned Bradshaw lost to some guy named Freddie Joel Floyd on Superstars and a rematch this weekend.
2: Tragic. Damn, that Freddie
1: true. Joe Floyd is actually Tracy Smothers. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Then we learn about another wrestler on Superstars named Who. Yes. And do you know who that is? Who's who? Who? Knock, knock, joke. Who? Who who? Who's
2: who? 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 Jim <laughs> the
1: Anvil Neidhart, who they don't bother who? using his own name and gimmick.
3: Didn't
2: he um, just come back, right?
3: Yeah. This is like, uh, yeah. <laughs> poor, poor Jim. Poor damn Jim. Like, what? They made him who? Like, like people wouldn't recognize Jim the Anvil of Nightheart?
1: Yeah. Most hype for superstars that we've ever gotten on Raw here.
0: <laughs>
1: Word. And as previously mentioned, Jerry Lawler was on one in this match. When speculating about the third man, he wanted to ask Jake the Snake if he's sober. He wanted to ask him questions like, how's the food at the rehab clinic? Uh, (laughs)
3: How's how's his tag team partner? You know his tag team partner, Jack Daniels. Uh. Mm. And DDT, of course, the only thing he won't drink.
1: (laughs) Did you guys find it a little weird that all this speculation about the third man, the timing of this? Very, very,
2: uh, conspicuous. oh no, absolutely. Yes. Oh no, I, not, without a doubt, we are not. They, listen, we are not idiots here <laughs> and over here at True Hill, true v1. We we know what they were trying to do. Straight, I mean, copy yeah, it's it. not the it's not at the level of what WCW did, but we know what they were trying to do. Yes, yeah. of course, <laughs> no. for you. Perfect. Call this in. is the third person right here. Uh you can't stay in her room. What's up? What is this? I don't know. It's for me. It's for you? Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Hulk Hogan. You can go back (laughs) (laughs) room. You can sit right here when I'm done. I love you. Call call her Terry from Florida. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Nia Nia (laughs) Bolea.
1: Vince asked Mr. Perfect where he's calling from. Mr. Perfect said, a cell phone.
2: None of your business.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Zeb trips Savio's foot Causing him to fall Bradshaw missed the clothesline from hell And Savio recovers with a spinning heel kick For the win Zeb distracts Savio after Allowing Bradshaw to attack him And Savio is then clocked With the cowbell And
3: Savio is then
0: branded
1: In the face
3: by Zeb That was mad disrespectful
1: Disrespectful
0: but, uh, you can't what you can't walk picture.
1: you can't walk around the Bronx
3: after someone no, branded you, you in the face.
1: You just can't. Can't do that. The Godwins versus Vader and Bulldog.
2: Oh my god, this match went way too fucking hard. <laughs> no, for me. no,
1: this
3: is this is where we had the Shawn Michaels and uh, an Ahmed Johnson promo that I was talking about uh before before we got to the main event uh we had sean and amen and johnson back at the studio they say they will bring their partner to them uh shortly next week it was confirmed we're getting Shawn michaels versus billy gunn for the wwf championship and Aman johnson versus bart gunn for the intercontinental championship so uh sean says that Bar- billy's gonna taste a little bit of that sweet chin music and amen johnson Can you so. call
1: him a, a drugstore cowboy
3: Yes, drugstore
1: <laughs> Cowboy. <laughs> the audacity Sean. So, and then <laughs> <Right? I'm> in-
2: <laughs> The fuck? You know what? I know that I ha- that had to have been a rib. I'm like, this <laughs> man would probably be peeled up doing this fucking promo. And he's from San Antonio, Texas, which is cowboy country. The nerve <laughs> And he wears chaps in the ring. I'm
3: um, Johnson says, I'll tell you what. First of all, Silly and Thought are very good. And Sonny. Let me tell you how they say it in the hood. Don't bring a gun unless you're planning on using it.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, Ahmed would have uh, shot all those
2: uh, cheerleaders. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, this man would have had multiple murder charges. I I think, I think, like, the
3: last line that I missed, I almost was gonna not like write down this line until he said the final part of it. Don't bring your gun (laughs) unless you're playing all you. No,
2: no, I love the, I love the, let me tell you how to say it in the hood. Don't bring your gun unless you're playing all you. (laughs) I need to watch, I'm gonna go watch uh, uh, Ahmed Johnson promo compilation of. Just like, I just need to, like, get a good laugh.
3: It's the greatest Man. thing ever.
2: Just watch Ahmed. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Put on YouTube, Ahmed Johnson Warzone video game. Oh, it's... oh, trust me. That's in my favorites. That's been in my yes. favorites for years Yes, now. yes, This <laughs> <Yes. laughs> is oh, my God. Like, I'm like, did they really clear this for the game? Are you serious? <laughs> I could see
1: Vince McMahon, like, before this promo, was like, Ahmed, what would they say in the hood? Can you go? Can you give us that? You give, give us, us that. that?
2: <laughs> give us that. Give us. Give us that. What? Would they, what would they say to hood in nineteen ninety six? You know all that hippity hop music. Yeah. What? What would they say? Give me that. I mean, I what, what,
3: that. what would they say to a pretty white girl who's <laughs> trying to be a cowgirl?
2: Yeah, huh? You. You can. You can. You can say crack if you feel like it. If you feel like it, just try to say it. Where is Ahmed Johnson from? You know so what? I have so I wouldn't say, no that's, no no Pearl River, cool. Pearl River, Mississippi.
0: Mississippi. Yeah. Oh, that's
2: really that's where he's from, yeah. Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> shit, I'm trying to think of what the fuck is popping in Mississippi. I can't think of a damn Pearl thing. River Pearl, Pearl River, River specifically. Right? Uh, what like do you call the fans? The Pearl, the the Pearl River, uh, the Pearl River crew, or some shit? He said in that promo. <laughs> I'm like, who the <laughs> fuck Never even heard his fans had? had a name? Yeah, I didn't know that either. I. don't... Oh, I'm, I'm thinking about the. the uh, I'm thinking about the. Uh, nah, the, the video industry posted on my Twitter with him and Gold. Oh yeah, yes, back. yes. We're yes. in the future, guys. Sorry, I gotta go back. you you're, you're like a year ahead. Come on, relax. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I kind of want back. We're in 1996 to 1997.
1: <laughs> so the Godwins versus Vader and Bulldog Henry kicks out of a Vader bomb for reasons I don't know. It was on his back, but still. Henry then catches Vader clean, trying to splash him in the corner. I thought this was impressive. But Bulldog wins with a power slam on Phineas. And speaking of Bulldog, from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, WCW has offered him a $400,000 per year contract for three years. WWF countered with a five-year offer for two hundred and (laughs) fifty (laughs) dollars per
3: year. I love how it's significantly less per year. (laughs) But more years. We're we're giving you more. We're giving you more. We're giving you two more years. Give you more for less.
1: WWF's offer is a downside guarantee, meaning he'll make at least that much each year and possibly more depending on merch sales, ticket sales, pay-per-views. This is the same sort of contract WWF offers today. WCW forced them to start offering guarantees. Newsworthy. That changed the contract game. Thank you, WCW.
2: <laughs> thank you, thank you, Hall and Nash. Basically. Pretty much.
1: Hey, call Jim Ross on the Superstar Hotline. There's an alleged love triangle between Goldust Marlena and Sable. Also, how does mankind fit in all this? You gotta call oh, the yeah. point out.
3: <laughs> that
1: sounds very, very
3: dirty, all of that. very, <laughs> really very
2: dirty. Doesn't even include Mark Merrill. That's a love. <laughs> five angle. I don't know. Goda, Goda's having a threesome with freaking Marlene. Must be nice. There's probably some rats involved. <laughs> rats and buttholes. <laughs> I see this on Top Park. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Jim Cornette Wibble. backstage talks trash that Sean and Ahmed don't have a partner. They're just bluffing. He laughs that they're coming to a gang fight and forgot to bring the gang. <laughs> Cornette loses it. When Sean and Ahmed reveal Psycho Sid standing behind them. That
2: was funny as hell. (laughs) What a picture. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Cornell
1: was great with the facial expressions here.
2: Like he's
0: pretending to be
1: scared and then oh (laughs) shit. What did Psycho Sid say? Sid.
0: There you go
3: looking at me and you're gonna axe yourself Sean my ghost, what have you gone and done? Twice he's opened the gates of hell and he's released me. This time, it's time for you, Cornet, and the Cornette camp. There's nothing. There's no good news. I can hear
0: you. I can hear you screaming out. Help!
3: Help. For help, but there's no one there.
1: Oh,
0: there's no one
2: there. Damn, was intense. Oh, man. You gotta take your headphones off guys.
1: has
2: <laughs> <laughs> intense. All right, pete everyone, listen on our
1: headphones. I <laughs> love those lines. You screaming for help, and, no one's, there. <laughs> and <laughs> no one's there. There's no one there. There's no one there. Shawn Michaels. <laughs> I'd much rather be on this team.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but look at our men. <laughs> <laughs> <old freak. laughs> Come here, girl. <laughs>
1: Cornette, not happy, says he's calling Clarence Mason to get this match immediately. <laughs> um, What'd you guys think about this reveal? Did it live up to the hype during the show? And are you happy to see Sid back? I thought Sid nailed it with that promo.
2: I mean it's no Hulk Hogan, but um, <laughs> <laughs> But I guess I guess I guess this so I guess this a this'll work for the WWE. I mean they had no choice. I mean Ultimate Warrior wanted you know for his dad, even though I probably didn't give a fuck about his daddy. But um, anyway, uh Is yeah, Warrior to
1: an upgrade or a downgrade?
2: Oh yeah, I mean anything anything is an upgrade from Ultimate Warrior for <laughs> me to who, who me to get who my I? Who am I <laughs>
1: I'll tell you what, though, between those two personalities, that is a. Uh,
2: Sheesh, <laughs> right?
3: <laughs> they it's very fitting that Psycho like, oh, Sid took over How
1: for Super
2: Exactly, the lesser of two evils. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: two peas from the same pod, really.
3: What <laughs> like you said. Man. I loved it. I loved the promo by uh, Psycho Sid. Uh, is it the same star power as Ultimate Warrior? No, of course not. But uh you know, WCW got their blonde big man uh coming in and being oh. the third man. So, <laughs> WWF said, "We got a blonde big man for you right here."
2: Hey, he got Jerry Curl. Mm-hmm. How about that?
1: <laughs> and uh Vince has always loved like Psycho Sid and trying to make him a star. So, <laughs>
3: yeah. He, he also yeah, wants to for stick whatever it Hey, this would start probably the, be, the the best run of Cycle Sid in WWF honestly.
2: That is true. Where he gets over huge 100%, 100%. with the crowd. The hard 100%. 100%.
1: Match of the night, Savio Bradshaw for me.
2: I
3: agree. That was probably the only one that was competitive <laughs> enough Word, about to about be say, match yeah. of the night.
2: Cuz that's fucking main event drag. Oh my god. So yeah, Savio Bradshaw.
1: MVP are uh, co cool MVPs. I'm gonna go with Cornette and Sid. I thought they were great at the end there. SB.
3: I went with Camp Cornette. They had a great night. Uh Jim Cornette. Uh you had the beginning of the night taking out Ultimate Warrior. The end of the night, they got the victory in the tag team matchup. Cornette was uh-huh. good with everything he did he did. So Camp Cornette, the stable,
2: is my MVP. Same Camp Cornette for sure.
3: Or or be- the Cornette camp, as uh Sid said. <laughs>
1: LVP definitely the white
2: the white said let's get let's the confused yes. yeah not, 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 not that <laughs> that's a black said
1: it's gonna be weird calling someone else said LVP <laughs> I do oh. all the time my son oh
0: yeah
1: SP <laughs> <laughs> four baby LVP warrior uh do you have anyone <laughs> yeah that's unanimous no, that's not <laughs> that's even close what,
2: are you kidding me <laughs> Well, uh, I did what, want to give an
1: honorable mention to uh, Mr. Perfect, who needs better phone service.
2: <laughs> well, it's ninety six. You know, I'm sure cell phone was pretty <laughs> he, shitty. He had like the Zach thing. Morris shit. Like, he was right. like, <laughs> gotta pull the antenna all the <laughs> way up.
3: <laughs> hey, how you doing? No, nah, he like
2: this. He like he
3: had like this. He like, hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's
1: put our thumbs out. We'll give Raw a thumbs up or a thumbs down in three, two, one. Thumbs up for me and Sid. Thumbs in the middle from Drunk Eye.
2: Guy. You guys enjoyed this show, damn! I you thought know? the yeah, warrior because, stuff like was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, the promo stuff leading up to this, but like the matches were so meh. Yeah, yeah the yeah, matches I'm were meh, but it was all about the the promos
3: and they, the they set up to international. They told, they told a complete story the night they got a warrior out the way at the beginning of the show, built up to the third man <laughs> being revealed, and then revealed it at the end of the night. That's a complete story. That's the, all I can ask for out of these hour-long Raws is that they tell a complete story and have a hook throughout the night. This one did, so that's why I gave it a thumbs
2: yeah, up. We got some good quality matches from nature Maybe if I would have watched Raw first, I would have been like... Yeah, See, well, I, no, did watch, I did watch, I did watch, I did watch I Raw first. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I watched Nitro first.
1: <laughs> they could both get a thumbs up, but Nitro would still be better. You know yeah. what I mean?
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, rating last week, they did a 2.6. What do you think they did this week against Nitro, drunk
2: guy? Uh, you said you said 2.6? Yep. Uh, ooh, man. Prior to, I'll say two point eight, two point what?
1: Eight. Uh, Sid, two point six. Sid is closer, two point
2: five. Oh, Danny went down.
1: <laughs> so, oh, oh, remember what they were up against, and Nitro did better. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the ratings war, Nitro has won four weeks in a row. They're up twenty-one to 17, Two ties.
3: I'm 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 really wondering at this point: Is WWF gonna win again before you get on this 83 week straight streak, or is this the are, are we in, start in are we in the start of the 38 I believe 83 weeks?
1: Okay, the start.
2: Okay, this is the start of 83 weeks. <laughs> 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 oh, what
3: what is that?
1: 78 more, 79 more weeks of this. <laughs> oh, 78. Um, on the True Rewind scoreboard, we all think Nitro's better. So yes. uh, Nitro yeah. is up by 10 They have 25
3: Raw has
2: 15
3: damn, damn So 25 to 15 is the scoreboard Of Nitro being better Than Raw What about Match of the Night Romeo Who is in the lead for Match yes. of the Night on, the, on this Monday Night War We're on
1: Who would you guys think is the top 3
3: uh,
2: um,
3: I'm going to say Bret Hart
1: Eddie
2: Guerrero, Ric Flair. John you No, know, I, I, I hate when I, I gotta piggyback on somebody that I'm agreeing with. <laughs> but yes. what he said. Well, Eddie Flair.
1: You nailed two, three, and four. Oh, wow. Number
2: Number match late. Oh, we forgot Sean. Duh. There you go.
1: Sean <laughs> Michaels with 38 votes. Ric Flair with 34. Eddie Guerrero with 34. And... Okay. Oh, actually there's a tie for third. Bret Hart with 25. And um, <laughs> of course, of course. Laughing like who scared. is he tied with? Owen Hart, 25. Okay. okay. okay.
2: All right. All right. That makes sense then. All right. Oh, you about to scare me. I thought you were about to say somebody else.
1: <laughs> MVP. Who do you think top three MVP is? Uh,
2: Flair. Flair Thanks. Flair, Sting. Rick Flair number one with 29.
3: Yes. Like, Sting, like Flair Sting, is usually Sting. the MVP. Uh Sting. Sting has to be out there because I always... I, hey, one, of the, one of the trends, one of the tropes in True Rewind is I usually pick Sting pick to be my right. MVP. He's
1: tied for fourth.
3: Wow. That's Steve. lower. That's lower than I thought. You um, said more Sean. Sean is second, 27. Brett. Yeah, we don't give Brett a lot of those. Oh, yeah, we don't uh, give her. <laughs> he <started laughs>
2: yeah. You
1: said you said flares.
2: You said flares fourth. No, not flares Flair first. Shawn <laughs> Michaels um, second. Stingers tied second. for
1: fourth with three other guys. Damn,
2: that's a
1: lot of people. Nash oh, is up there. Nacho
3: man? Nash. Oh. there you got it. Nash,
1: you Diesel
2: Nash? is third. 23.
3: All right. Cool. Yeah, because I know that, that when Diesel really went to the heel run. We're uh, we're after Survivor Series, we started giving him a lot of MVPs.
2: Yeah, because he's seen the light.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and tied for fourth with Sting is Goldust, Lex Luger, and Scott Hall. LVP, this will be a breeze for you guys.
2: The
3: top three. <laughs> oh, it's, it's kind Hogan, of funny Hogan, because Hogan. now
2: that we're on this new era,
3: because because of where we at on our point in the Monday Night Wars, it's gonna people are gonna be like, yo, how did Hogan get all these LVPS? Because I don't think we're gonna give him a lot of LVPS moving forward for like yeah, the next couple of shows. So yeah, Hogan has to be number one. Oh, and no absolutely. How Hogan. the Hogan's
1: number
2: one? He has fifty-two. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he hasn't been LVP only 14 shows. That's crazy. <laughs> By the way, our last episode
1: uh, were the first ever MVP votes he got.
2: So he has two of those. <laughs> See?
3: Badge of, yeah, yeah, my... of the Beach Badge of the Peach was the was change of an era. It was a new era dawning of Hollywood Hulk Hogan getting MVPs. Leaving Terrence from Florida, Hulk Hogan, Oh behind my him. god.
2: What in the blue had a baby throwing up? Oh, my God. Hold on one second. <laughs> I, guess, Man, he I guess he doesn't does like people? Hogan either. I, it makes him sick. Oh.
3: Fatherhood, <laughs> so. ladies and gentlemen. Fatherhood at his finest. The other two
1: LVPs are Macho Man is second with 17. And tied for third place is one two three Kid and Mongo with 16. So, yeah, we'll continue to keep track of all this we continue to find out who were the stars of the monday night war who was the mvp of the monday night war who's the lvp of the monday night war and who delivered the most
2: in-ring quality I'll tell he's he's doing
3: yes so let's wrap things up here on this episode we're gonna go into july 15 1996 next week but Drunk Guy J.J., before you freak out being a father, please let the people know where they can find you on social media, sir. Oh,
2: man. On Instagram, Axel underscore J underscore Duggan. Twitter, drunken master J.J. Um, before I get into all uh, the YouTube stuff, uh, remember, guys, to pull out. It is the best <laughs> advice. It is the best advice I can give you guys. Pull out. Especially if you are not sure about the woman you are nutting in. Pull the fuck out, please. This is true YouTube. <laughs> YouTube <laughs> Patreon. You can find us on Patreon. You can follow us on YouTube, of course, where you're watching us. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pornhub, Christian Mingle, Babies R Us, because this is fucking crazy right now. Um MySpace. We are true we, we're all over the globe. We are just what we do, man. We are moving on up to the east side at Deluxe apartment in the sky. This is where we are right now. All right, show love to the game, <laughs> Romeo. Where can they find you? Hey, you can
1: find me True Hill Romeo on Twitter and Instagram. Over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, Monday wow. rated Raw Superstars, probably a yes. watch along. Uh, this Monday, catch us for that. Tuesday, right, we're, being,
2: we're, we're we're being we are being lazy. We gotta do it with you once each time. I can. I'm not trying to sit in three hours every freaking Monday, man.
1: <laughs> but then you're sitting for four hours doing another hour review.
2: No, I can skim do it. Oh, I was just trying, it's, it's, oh, it's trash. I'll fast forward. i This All is right, the review care. content you give our
1: fans
3: <laughs> skimming through uh, it. Spoiler,
2: very Jimmy Macron of you. Very Jimmy Mac Spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm gonna read the results.
3: <laughs> very, very Jimmy Mac from watching Chris Jericho, of you.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Tuesdays,
1: I review NXT, NX3. NXT, NXT. Wednesdays we do Dynamite watch-alongs, and Fridays, SmackDown Reviews on the Teddy Turnbuckle YouTube channel. You can also uh, catch me popping in and out of True Heel Heat on Saturday mornings.
3: Yes. And you can find me on the Twitter machine at True Hill SP3. Uh, you can check out the latest edition of the True Hill Heat flagship podcast over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, True Hill Heat 161. The, uh, here comes the free agents as we did our first fantasy wrestling draft of 2021 against bodyslam.net's Carissa Lopez and Cassidy Haynes. Go over and check that out. As well as you can see me on the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast YouTube channel, as well as the sports. Wrestling YouTube channel. And you can see my written work on sportskita.com and wrestletalk.com and the True Hill Heat YouTube channel every Thursday on AE Ramble with Jimmy Macaram and Marcus Cash. And every Saturday on our flagship podcast, True Hill Heat with Miss Chrissy Love and Top Guy J.J. But this has been True Rewind, episode 66, the season three premiere, our frightful overbooked premiere for Drunk Guy J.J. For Romeo, it is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. The DeLorean is stopping here, and we will see you next week on True
0: Rewind. Absolutely, Probably our first and last episode here. <laughs>